0: Hey listeners, it's Phil Mackey. We're talking Minnesota sports five days a week on Mackey and Judd with Rami. Available on Apple, Spotify, the Score North app, or anywhere else you find podcasts. If you're tight on time today and you can only listen to one segment from today's show, here it is. Alright, welcome in to Mackey and Judd with Rami here on Score North. The Score North app, which is free to download. And the TCL Studios is where we are doing the show here today. Uh, Gentlemen, such a fun night last night. Really no technical glitches. And so we're going to dive into all of our favorite things at some point from the first-ever Zoom edition of the NFL Draft. They just showed one of them, Roger Goodell trying to virtually hug someone through the screen. That was amazing. Rami is honoring the Old Spice robe moment we saw last yes, night. sir. With his own robe on the video stream It's an here. Old Spice robe. And that looks like some sort of an Old Spice sticker. It that is you. the uh, label of my deodorant,
2: gentlemen, oh. that I peeled off and stuck to my robe. <laughs> I give you
3: kudos for that. Just trying today. to get
2: that endorsement money,
3: man. Just trying to get that endorsement <laughs> you know, money, product placement, hustle, hustle. De- Declan was all down on that, and yeah. he was saying that Rami shouldn't. He was not dressed appropriately for work. I said, no, Declan, this is outstanding. I will. I will In say time this. of Quarantine. I, I give will Ramy say it, props.
2: It's it's a joke. It's a prop, right? It's a joke. It's playing off. Uh, who was the guy from Alabama who did it last night? I'm drawing a blank now. Somebody was, was it third. Judy?
3: Henry Ruggs the third. Henry Rugs the third, third okay. was the
2: one. So I I wore it to like. Boof that, it as a joke, and you guys get the joke. Anybody watching us on the video stream at Twitter, Twitch, and Facebook, they get the joke. The problem is... I go to get a coffee during a commercial break, and I'm walking past people who are sitting in their office, and there aren't many of them, but one of them is our general manager, and I'm walking past them in their office, dressed in a bathrobe and carrying a mug of coffee like like I'm living here, and I don't know that they get the joke, and now I just look like the guy who wore a bathrobe to work.
0: You know, at least you hedged with the undershirt. That's true. You did hedge a little bit with the undershirt. And I'm
3: disappointed by that. (laughs) You wanted me to come in shirtless? You would have had the roll bomb. That's a not. that's a
0: trap question, okay?
3: <laughs> and the chest hair poking through. <laughs> I don't have a lot of chest hair. <laughs> really? Surprisingly,
2: not hairy from the waist up I'm, for an Arab. I'm man. good. You not I'm proving su- that. Good with you not proving that. I'm surprised
3: that. by that. Yeah. I'm I am not too. sure. I'm not sure
2: I'm buying it. Yeah. I am too. <laughs> this is too far already. So Most of my ancestors <laughs> look like they're wearing a sweater. <laughs>
3: good, good God, basically, so do I. <laughs> There it is. Again, too far already, guys. Right there. (laughs) Show's all about full disclosure, boys. two
0: minutes. Full disclosure. we are (laughs) two (laughs) hours away from the second night of the NFL draft, and you can find live and local coverage right here on Score North with Matthew Collar. Put a quarter in him last night, and he was incredible, calling and breaking down all the picks. Judge Zolgad will be in there tonight. The Vikings with uh, a wide receiver and a cornerback last night, but I think we should start the show celebrating – the biggest move the Vikings made last night, which was securing the rights to Aaron Rodgers as their starting quarterback in 2022. <laughs> Who's with me? Oh, I know where who you're is going with me. I'm right in. Mean, I know where Packer you're going. Packer Ventline, Line, baby. <laughs> go, pack, go. And in the, it, I mean, just listening to you guys the last 20 minutes or so, I, I you guys are shell shocked. I'm shell shocked. I don't know what is going on right now, Goody. I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'll, I'll start the go- the, the fire goody, uh, uh, you know, the, the position right now if you want to because I don't see where we're going right now, and and and, and I guess I'm in a lot of angst, obviously, uh, clearly. Go, Pat, go!
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on, give me one more. People have been waiting for this all day. Oh, yeah, we can't stop there.
0: I don't know if this is correct. I'm only going to read Charles' tweet. He said, I just checked this. I grabbed my Lindy's draft guide for this season. Jordan Love, per Lindy's,
3: pro comparison is, he says, wait for it, Brett Hundley. Oh, my God, don't do that, dude. Don't do that. (laughs) Don't do that. that. Send us all on coronary failure. Go, go.
0: Courtesy of our friends on the fan in Milwaukee, Robbie's old stop. guy. My God,
2: Gary Ellerson, never disappoints.
0: (laughs)
3: God, like, okay. He was upset last night.
0: But I, I, you know, I think if you're grading the Vikings draft, number one, they, they grabbed one of the best wide receivers in the country, and then they grabbed a cornerback that I will I will trust Mike Zimmer's judgment, and I will trust smarter people than me. Matthew Collar liked the pick. But like included in the Vikings draft is the fact that your main division rival, with a Hall of Fame quarterback already on its roster— did nothing in the first round to help its chances to be better in 2020 for the second time in 15 years. It's,
2: it's amazing, but it worked out for him 15 years ago, and that that's been well, my that's been my caution to everybody. And look, I'm taking joy in this today. I love hearing those clips. I hope we have more of them. Last night it was my favorite thing on Twitter watching but watching Packers fans lose their minds over the draft choice. But I can tell you from firsthand experience that this was very much the reaction when Aaron Rodgers was taken and they still had Brett Favre, and that worked out all right for him. And the way our luck has gone, me being a Bears fan, you guys being Vikings people, Jordan Love will be the next great quarterback in the NFL, and we'll all regret having these laughs in three or four years from right now.
3: Now, I covered that draft in 2005 when Aaron got taken, and I will say this at at that time. Because he was attached at the hip to Alex Smith, and it was a 1-2 Any logical person, by the time it got to 24 and he was still there, was like, well, we all love Favre in Green Bay, but this is a reach. And Collard kept saying that. So the difference here is Rodgers had the potential, and and that was more of a, well, we all love Brett. This is, uh, Aaron needs more help here. And that Packer team in 2005 was a better team than this team. I just, I'm with Phil. I love the fact that everything syncs up perfectly, including the opening start as a Packer for Jordan Love will coincide with Aaron Rodgers' first start at US Bank Stadium.
1: Go, Pack! Go!
3: I just, I really don't want to hear what they got, they gave up to get this kid. I just, I can't, I can't stomach it. It's to the point where I don't even want them to play this year. You just <laughs> blew it, man! Like you don't. You don't You don't address a need. You haven't gave this man an offensive, offensive weapon since 2012. You know what? Somebody let his head out of quarantine, and they all up there drinking uh, hand sanitizer. That's the only thing I can think about. Go Pack! Go! He doesn't even want to watch football this year. He doesn't want the season to be played. Did I hear that right? Did that Packer fan just... Become the first guy to root for coronavirus, basically. Kind of, yeah. Yes, a little bit. Oh man, it was <laughs> it was the best thing of last night, you guys. Without a, I mean, it's just it's so delicious. God, and
0: I I would love to have been a fly on the wall wherever Aaron Rodgers was last night. I don't know is Aaron Rodgers the type of guy with his mountain man beard that he's been sporting now? Do you think he sits down and watches the draft? I mean, there's there's not much to no, do no. so. But like, if you're him, is as, as vindictive as Brett Favre sort of was. Brett Favre was a little bit. You know, I think Brett was a little bit more gregarious and fun-loving, and could sort of fake like he liked Aaron Rodgers and slap him on the butt. I don't okay. know if Aaron yeah. Rodgers can fake it. No, no, no. I, I think you have it. I think you have it backwards, Mackie. Brett Favre wanted
2: nothing to do with Aaron Rodgers, and especially when Aaron Rodgers showed up and literally at breakfast, his first meeting with Aaron Rodgers, he said, "What's up, Grandpa?" That was how he introduced himself (laughs) to the guy who he would replace and then later wanted to compare Wunderlich scores. So he was not in the good graces of Brett Favre and Brett Favre did not. Now, he never said anything to the media, but Brett Favre did not mind making it known behind the scenes that he really wanted nothing to do with mentoring or really being around Aaron Rodgers and having a relationship with him. I think I think that, yes, Aaron Rodgers is is spiteful. Aaron Rodgers is is offended by this. But I also think Aaron Rodgers has been trying his whole career to not be Brett Favre. He tries, he goes out of his way to be the anti Brett Favre all the way down to the way that he plays the game and being so risk averse and not wanting to rack up interceptions because he knows that's the one knock on Brett Favre. And people will point to that as the reason that they didn't win more Super Bowls. Aaron Rodgers will play this off perfectly in the media, Behind closed doors, I'm not saying he'll embrace him and take on the mentor role and get him ready to eventually take his job. But he'll 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 forge a a genial, okay relationship and have it be a peaceful quarterback room with 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 uh, with his his soon to be replacement.
3: The Packers, though, when they took Aaron, don't forget Brett was by that point at least once, if not twice a year, threatening retirement. All right. So they were basically, if not panicked, when, when Thompson took over for Mike Sherman as GM, he was to a point very wisely saying, are you going to do this? Cause if, if you are, he, he had started to threaten to retire in 1999. So we were talking six years of this threat. Aaron doesn't threaten that. But here's the hope. If you are, are a Viking fan, in addition to the fact that Rodgers is almost certainly going to play quarterback for you one day. Yeah, yeah that's here, I, that is
0: not a joke by the way. Here it, he will.
3: Here here is the but before you get to the end of that that uh, potential rainbow, here is your hope. Last night created a rift which will never be recovered from between Matt LaFleur and Aaron Rodgers. Cuz Matt LaFleur the second year coach, the quarterback guru, the offensive guru, who who we know Aaron sort of got along with, but it didn't sound like it was always hunky-dory in 2019. We know, there's no question, he signed off on this move. Yes, So he's basically got the guy who he's going to perceive as, well, Aaron's great, but I got Jordan Love. This could create a magnificent rift.
0: What you just said is why the Zoom draft was a bad thing for the Packers. Because (laughs) if there was no Zoom draft, none of us would have seen publicly on national TV... Matt LaFleur smiling and celebrating the draft pick. But now that footage is out there for everyone to see. This is a a situation where I think if the Packers would have done some more planning ahead, and we'll get to all the Viking stuff here. It's just hilarious that the Packers, like the outrage, and if you're a Vikings fan, you got to be just as happy about this Packers thing. But if you're Matt LaFleur and you were thinking ahead two, three steps, you can definitely want your next quarterback. But I'm telling the general manager in the front office, I'm telling Gutekunst, listen, I need to play the good cop here, okay? Like, I can't, it, it, I can't have Aaron Rodgers right. thinking that I'm celebrating that his replacement's on the roster. So, well, hey, in secret, I love it. It's a great draft pick, mm-hmm. and I definitely think this guy can be the quarterback of the future. To preserve the Aaron Rodgers relationship, he has to be the good cop, and there he is on national TV, smiling and celebrating. He's got, got his guy to replace Aaron
3: Rodgers. Go, Pat! Go! I don't get it. I mean, I mean, we we can look into this and try to dissect it um all i can do is just go back and my my you know as i just try to take it all in maybe the relationship with rogers and Lafleur is not what we thought that it was otherwise otherwise you go get a player that can help you win today and this guy doesn't help us do that today right So Lambert, so somber. One simple question. <laughs> Does Aaron Rodgers in his season or two as a Minnesota Viking get this team where Brett Favre couldn't? Yes. Yes. Does he win it?
0: I think Aaron Rodgers is like the, the the knock on Aaron Rodgers is sometimes he doesn't make the fourth quarter comeback or the risk, right? Like if you look at Aaron Rodgers' career, mm-hmm. Um, he doesn't have the fourth quarter comebacks of, like, I, I haven't looked at Brett Favre, but like Tom Brady, et cetera, et cetera. But he also isn't going to throw the interception that Brett Favre did in the 2009 NFC Championship game. Aaron Rodgers will not throw that pass. And so I think if you can get, and I am dead serious when I say this, Tua would have been amazing if Rami's theory would have come to fruition and Tua falls, awesome, you got a quarterback of the future. I'm now okay with Kirk Cousins' contract as of last night. <laughs> I am, <laughs> because hilarious. in two years, you can get out from underneath it, and in two years, Aaron Rodgers will only be 38 years old. Brett Favre was 40. Aaron Rodgers will be younger when he becomes available than Brett Favre was when he joined the Vikings, and Rodgers, <laughs> a, vin- a vindictive Rodgers is going to be gasoline, baby. Like I am, I am here for it in two years. <laughs> and and if in just in case you think this is tongue in cheek or like oh come on oh, you guys no no
3: I don't think it is at all the
0: Vikings have brought in Warren Moon they've brought in Randall Cunningham they've brought in Jeff George they've brought and in Jim McMahon Jim McMahon Rami's guy Donovan McNabb Brett Favre like it is one hundred percent going to happen make no mistake Aaron Rodgers will play for the Vikings because of what the Packers did last night and it
2: is amazing if I'm Aaron Rodgers and I, sh- I share two traits with Aaron Rodgers I'm vengeful and petty um I, I I'm in the gym like as soon as they announce that pick I'm getting in the gym. I'm studying film. I'm going and throwing to somebody and I'm getting ready to have the greatest year of my career and then I'm demanding a trade the day the season is over. And however the season that ends, if it's if it's a Super Bowl win, if if they fall short of the playoffs, I'm doing everything in my power to put up a career year and he is the type who's fueled by people doubting him and then I demand a trade and I say I'm never playing quarterback. Again, for the Green Bay Packers, you want Jordan Love, you can have Jordan Love. Trade me today. I'm not playing quarterback for you. That's how I would approach this.
3: And then you you go to the Jets, where you play a year. You, in air quotes, retire. You come out of retirement (laughs) and become a Viking. Okay, I've got one request. And this, this can be fulfilled by the National Football League. But we've seen enough from the last dance. Can we have a camera crew every step of the way with the Packers and Aaron Rodgers in 2020? Everything they do, I want documented. Because, you know what? The Last Dance shows the prospect of seeing hatred, pettiness. It's the greatest reality show. There's no show among a bunch of people who you throw together in some house in Malibu that comes close to it. Please.
0: Uh, I'm here for it. You guys want one more sad Packer fan here? One, yes. one more. Yeah. Pack, pack is that all we have is no, one more? No,
2: way more.
3: Way more. One more. more. One more. Go, Pat, go. Um, I'm not going to say Rodgers
0: is fragile, but it seems like about every two to three years he's injured for part of the year, so maybe this is going to help us out a little bit. I don't know. I just don't understand why they moved up for him, and um, I'm, overall I'm not saying it's a bad pick. I just don't understand why they moved up for him. So that's what I don't get. So. Okay.
3: (laughs) Go! go. We're (laughs) We're in the lead. So Okay, by the way, his
0: contention was Aaron Rodgers is hurt all the time. Aaron Rodgers has played all sixteen games in five of the past six seasons. One of my favorite things is when delusional Packer fans with no sense of quarterback reality, start to look at Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers and be like, well, I mean, like, they're garbage. Like, no, you haven't... L- walk your, a mile in a Bears, people, Browns, or your, Vikings mansion. age,
3: Phil, in Green Bay have no idea. Dude, yes. I like, no idea. No point. If the key to life is points of reference, they have zero. People Rami's age in Green Bay are probably close to having no points of reference. Okay,
0: Matthew tweets into the show, Matthew T. He says, Rodgers isn't stupid enough to trash his legacy and play for a division rival he got to see far carnage. Is Honestly, there's a chance Aaron Rodgers would look at, it would it would be the exact opposite, that he would look and say, all right, well, I don't want to play here anymore because I'm vindictive. What can I do to one-up Brett Favre one last time? What if I went to Minnesota and I won the damn Super Bowl and I didn't throw that interception in the NFC Championship game? Ah, oh, this is so much fun. <laughs> yeah, you think? God dang it. Rami, do you have that mock draft site, by the way? I can pull it up if you'd like. Because the Vikings are going to be on the clock again here before 2 You know, long.
2: I checked it earlier today, though, and they didn't seem to update it with day two what? and three mock drafts. Whoa. The mock draft database. ESPN did a uh, uh, Emergency Google search Second round mock... Yeah, no, it looks like they're only showing first-round mocks. How can that be a legitimate
0: um, NFL mock draft source of database? mockage, then? Well, that's just laziness. Well, I found one.
3: I want to mock! Mock! I want to mock! Mock! I want to mock!
0: All right, this is from... Actually, you know what? This was supposed to be Todd McShay's Day 2 Mock. It's from Scouts, Inc., but it's from Steve Munch, it mm-hmm. looks like. So this is... This is the backup mocker for Todd McShay, who is sidelined with coronavirus. Jonathan, if you would do the honors.
2: The Jordan love of mocking. Yeah, they haven't updated this in 16 hours at
0: NFL Mock Draft Database. Dropping the ball. Dude, that is terrible. We should be out. All right. Pick number one in the second round, T. Higgins to the Bengals. Wide receiver Clemson. Michael Pittman, a little run on wide receivers here. Michael Pittman Jr. to the Colts. Xavier McKinney... Safety Alabama to the Giants at 36 That's the guy that has fallen the most When you look at where he's at on most big boards 37 to the New England Patriots Antoine Winfield Jr., gentlemen That's a Belichick player right there He'd be, Smart, he'd be a gr- multiple. great Patriot Yep. Trayvon Diggs to the Panthers with the 38th pick next DeAndre Swift running back Georgia to the Dolphins at 39 I'm going to scroll down here now and get to the Minnesota Vikings at pick 58. Selecting, wow, this would be a tumble. If this happened, I think the Vikings would be super happy to land offensive tackle Josh Jones from Houston.
3: I want to mock! I want! Wait, if they landed Josh... There's talk about Josh Jones know, late in the first round. I don't round. know about him getting to 58. Yeah, I can't see that. That's uh, a
0: precipitous fall by Josh Jones right there. Well, it is It is the Jordan Love mocker here. It's not Aaron Rodgers. So last so. night,
3: so in in your first two picks, a twenty-five and or a 22 and 31 last night, you got off to, I think, a nice start. Like, we don't know for sure, but it looks good. But let me say, the work... Like, congratulations. Back to work now. I see... Two options, but that we find out in the coming hours that there's been a trade completed with Washington and Trent Williams left tackle is now a Viking. In which case, you probably sent, let's say, a third round, fourth round pick, something like that. Okay, or your other one in my mind is if it's not going to be workable and and either um, Washington is looking for too much or the Williams camp wants too much contractually. I think you need to come up in the second round tonight. I'd like to see them. So if they're not going to make the trade to get the veteran left tackle, what I would really like to see them do is what they didn't do a few years ago and get aggressive and come up in the second round and grab a third player that they have earmarked, that they really like, who can fill a certain need, but I don't think you wait to... I don't think if you don't make that trade that you wait to 58.
0: Yeah, and Rick Spielman, I don't know if it was in his post-first-round Zoom last night, I did see a quote float across Twitter from Rick Spielman that said, we plan to be aggressive with the 12 remaining picks we have. And does that mean trading for an established player like a Trent Williams? Does it mean moving up to get a tackle? Uh, the other news that pertains to the Vikings' search for a, a long-term left tackle is the fact that the Browns are, according to credible reports, officially out. And that's they, they drafted a tackle in the first round, so I think you could speculate that anyways. But the Browns were the main team that kept popping up in rumors and discussions surrounding Trent Williams, and the fact that they're out, I think, means that the, the price tag goes down. So... You but might be able to get Trent for something other than a second-round pick. You're, you're second using reason and logic.
2: They're negotiating with Dan Snyder. That's the problem in your using of reason and logic that he doesn't necessarily he doesn't necessarily follow those laws, General, gentlemen. He has no leverage whatsoever. Now maybe there's one or two other teams, mystery teams that are competing with the Vikings to acquire Trent Williams and then the price gets driven up a little bit, but Trent Williams ain't playing football for Washington.
0: Yeah, if you're Washington again, oh, no. I, I'm about to use logic again here. So slap me really on the back. Really stop of that. Man, you should really cut that like, out. If you're Washington, wouldn't you want to just be just move on from this mess? Well, just move on from
3: it. I want it's the been pick. two years. I want the pick. Give me the pick. If, what do you mean? If you're Washington? Yes. Like if you're offering me a third or fourth round pick, that's not a bad pick. Agreed,
0: okay, That's what I'm saying. Just like,
3: take the just take the pick. And so, so who's left? Because the Jets got a tackle. Tampa Bay got a tackle. Cleveland, now there was a report today and I don't know if it was the Cronin Kime report uh that we referenced during the course of Ventline or not, but there was a report that it was it was the Vikings and like one or two mystery teams, which by the way I'm not buying. So again, Dan Snyder. Yeah, one shut, of them was an XFL team. Yeah, and, sit down, shut up and take the pick.
0: Yeah. That's what's going to happen, I think. I don't I don't know how you can ju- if somebody's offering you the Vikings by the way have three third-round picks right now. You're telling me that A third-round pick at this point in the game. You can just be done with it if you're Dan Snyder. You can still get a really good player to deep
3: draft. Two third-round picks, right? I think it's three. I I thought it was three picks today. I thought it was 58 in the second and two in the third. And then I thought it was nine picks on Saturday.
0: Either way, like you have multiple (laughs) third-round picks.
3: I became so confused last night by this entire process and trying to... Trying to do the math of the new picks though after they take with the Niners. I have a
2: I have a list of all their picks here somewhere in my notes. Let me find it.
3: I threw it up on scorenorth.com Actually that's late where last I stole night.
2: it from, but I'm gonna pretend like it's mine if you don't mind, Judd. Uh remaining picks. If you could <laughs> Reference me, I'd really appreciate it. Uh this is Very courtesy. Very insecure on picks. This is courtesy of Judd Zulgat. <laughs> Never heard of him. From Score right. North. No, Judd's right. Judd's right. Never I, heard of it. Uh second round, number fifty eight, and then third round eighty nine, one hundred five. Fourth round, one hundred seventeen and one hundred thirty two. Fifth round numbers one fifty five and one seventy. Sixth round numbers 201 and 205, and seventh round 219, 249, and 253. Again, courtesy of some hack named Judd <laughs> Zelgad from Square North.
0: Where I made my mistake is I went to Vikings.com where they mistakenly had pick 117 listed as a third round pick. Oh. It has now been changed to a fourth round pick. Gotcha. Semantics are your friend. It's here. just
3: a team site. Don't worry about it, okay? So
0: they screwed it up last night. I, I literally cut and pasted from their notes and they had 117 as a third round pick. Shame on Vikings right under the
3: bottom. Bombing. Shame on Vikings.com Vikings. <laughs> went right under the wheel. I know
0: the bullets are flying, but come on, keep <laughs> up, folks. Keep up. Mackie needs you. But if you came out of this tonight, you you have a second round pick and a, and two third round picks tonight. If you came out of this with Trent Williams for one of those picks Win. and then use the other two on whatever else you want, like literally draft a guard, draft a pass rusher, like draft another cornerback if you want to. It's yeah. a it's a grand slam and it seems reasonable if Back to Rami's point, if not for Dan Snyder, that's really the only thing standing in the way. If
2: there, let's say there is a bidding war, and let's say you're gonna have to you're gonna have to do everything you can to get Trent Williams. Somehow, Dan Snyder has three or four teams vying for Trent Williams.
0: What's the highest price you'd pay? Like, would you pay a second round pick? Yeah, because I would. I'd give up a second. I would, round I, pick Honestly, at Trent this Trent point, Williams. it's a late second round pick. You got two thirds, two fourths coming up. I do it. Just fix your left tackle spot, and if Trent, if if. If Trent Williams is going to come back and even be 75 or 80% of the player he was, he's only 31 years old, it solves that problem not just for this year. It solves it for like the next three years
3: probably. Maybe even more if you're lucky. The only way I I would give up my second-round pick in that trade is if I've done the prudent and smart thing, and that is gone around the league rules and flown a doctor to check on him personally, which I would do. I would violate that rule. What are you going to do? Take a draft pick, maybe? You'll probably find me if you find out, which my, with my folks, it'd be very clandestine, so you wouldn't?
0: Why don't you send the doctor with the uh, second, seventh-round pick that they have and just say, here's the fine. Just take the seventh-round pick.
3: But I would I, I would have circumvented the rules by now and cheated, and, and if they came back and said, hey, he's fine, then I consider it the second-round pick.
0: Now uh, You know what constitutes dirty talk in Rick Spielman's ear
3: when you whisper... Seventh-round compensatory pick. Oh, I thought it might be football and chill. <laughs> <laughs> that, too.
0: That, too. Uh, by the way, hey, quick shout-out to loyal listener Uvike that our friend Uvike that on Twitter, who we interact with on the show. He made some write-that-down predictions. I hear it's his birthday this weekend. So, happy birthday, Uvike that. We appreciate you listening to Mackie and Judd with Rami. You can find all kinds of reaction to night one of the draft on demand at scorenorth.com. Purple podcast. Our instant reaction as the picks were being made last night on our ScorNorth draft special. And night two fires up live and local in an hour and a half with Judd Zolgad and Matthew Collar here. It is Mackie and Judd with Rami on ScorNorth and the ScorNorth app. And uh, we'll come back and we'll dive into some more discussions off of last night's happenings with the Minnesota Vikings.
1: Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plodoy Chris Howard. University of Michigan QB J.J. McCarthy makes bold predictions but doesn't fulfill them, and Ohio State kicker Noah Ruggles misses an opportunity to etch his name in Buckeye lore. Fans love their teams and the players, that is, until they don't. When it comes to finger-pointing, you'll find no greater antagonist than the fan. Why? Because it means more to them, or so they believe. As a former player, nothing angers me more than armchair charlies accusing the teams of overlooking opponents or blaming players for providing bulletin board material. Leading up to the game, the fan is the one talking the most, boasting the most. When the team is winning, it's a lot of we talk. But when the team loses, it turns into they lost. You will never know what those moments feel like because you didn't put in the work to earn those feelings from those moments. That's the great thing about being part of a team. You win as a team, you lose as a team. We cry, we console our brother, we don't point the finger, we go back to work, back to the early morning workouts, the hill sprints, back to the bloody noses and broken bones. Why? because it really means more to us. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. BetOnline.net is your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From football to basketball to soccer and esports, we've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. We're always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting fix. And don't forget BetOnline for NHL, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Get online where the game starts.